You're listening to Rama for Today. There are several kinds of confession in the New Testament, these four to be exact. Now, first of all, you see God through John the Baptist teaching the confession of sins to the Jews. They were God's covenant people. And so he demands through John the Baptist that they confess and make restitution. Welcome to Rama for Today. This week, Kenneth E. Hagin starts his classic teaching from the Rama Archives entitled Confession. Many of us who believe in Jesus Christ don't understand the importance of confession in our everyday lives. Confession means more than just confessing our sins. But what are we to confess? Kenneth E. Hagin will clearly explain the blessing and benefits that come when we who believe make Bible-based confessions a vital part of our lives. Stay tuned for this timeless teaching. Later in today's program, Kenneth and Lynette will tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, here's Kenneth E. Hagin with today's message. Let's look again at the scripture that we read for our text, several scriptures. First, Matthew, the third chapter, the fifth and sixth verses, Matthew chapter three, verse five and six. Speaking of John the Baptist, then went out unto him Jerusalem and all Judea and all the region round about the Jordan. And they were baptized of him in the river Jordan, confessing their sins. And then in Romans, the 10th chapter, the ninth and 10th verses, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in thine heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Romans chapter 10, verses 9 and 10. And then Hebrews, the fourth chapter, and the 14th verse is the third text. Hebrews chapter 4, verse 14. Seeing then that we have such a great high priest that is passed into the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast. King James translated, said, let us hold fast our profession. But uh, the Greek word from which it is translated is identically the same word in these other verses that's translated confession. And uh, so most of your other translations will read that way, or even the margin, the King James. Let you know the Greek said confession. Let us hold fast our confession. And then finally, 1 John, 1st epistle of John, chapter 1, verse 9. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Now you'll notice that there's one thing all of these portions of scripture have in common and they have, that is they all have the word confess or confession in them. And so there has been much confusion of thought in regard to confession. But the word of God will enlighten us and straighten us out on the subject. Praise God. There are several kinds of confession in the New Testament. These four to be exact. Now first of all, you see God through John the Baptist teaching the confession of sins to the Jews. They were God's covenant people. 
And so he demands through John the Baptist that they confess and make restitution. And then second, the confession of the sinner today. We pointed out yesterday that in John the 16th chapter, the 7th through the 11th verses, you could read the entire context there, and you'll see here that Jesus is speaking and that Jesus shows us that the sinner will be convicted by the Holy Spirit of but one sin. Notice what he said. Of sin because they believe not on me. And uh, the, the confession that the sinner must make is found there in Romans, the 10th chapter, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus. And that is confess uh, his lordship. And then the third kind of confession that's found in the New Testament is the believer's confession of his sin when he's sinned and when he's out of fellowship. And that's found, of course, there in 1 John 1, 9. And, uh, and uh, we pointed out yesterday that that broken fellowship may cause sickness. Because there in James, you remember, it said, confess our sins one to another and pray one for another that you may be healed. Praise God. And then the fourth kind of confession that we mentioned yesterday and that the New Testament teaches is the confession of our faith. That's what he was saying when he said, let us hold fast our confession. He's talking about, let's hold fast the confession of our faith. The confession of our faith in what? In the Word of God. The confession of our faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. The confession of our faith in God the Father. So now then, Let's, uh, we, we looked at them and sort of introduced them yesterday. Let's go back over and look at some detail now. First of all, let's take up the sinner and his sins. You see where we missed a lot of time is we jumble it all up together. Sometimes on these subjects we've done the same thing as I point out sometimes that we've done on the subject of prayer. We just put all prayer in the same sack, shook it up and, and sort of throwed it all out together. And, and, and to get a clear perspective of what the Bible is teaching, you have to divide it, as Paul said, study to show thyself a, a workman that needed not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Amen. Rightly dividing the word of truth. And so, to tell you the real truth about the matter, you see, if you don't rightly divide the word of truth, well, then you, you create confusion. And so, uh, for instance... Uh, very often with the sinner, uh, people use, and we all have, I've done it too, so I'm not talking just about you. First uh, John 1, 9 very often is used in connection with the sinner. Well, First John 1, 9 was not written to the sinner. John did not write that letter to the world or to sinners, did he? He says, my little children. Praise God, he's writing to Christians. And so it said, if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just. Well, a sinner couldn't confess everything he's done is wrong because everything he's done is wrong. He couldn't even think of all of it, as far as that's concerned. Now, it's important, talking about the sinner and his sins, it's important that we make a distinction here between the sins of the Jews under the first covenant to whom John the Baptist and Jesus we're speaking and talking, and the sin of the sinner who has never yet met Christ. Very important that we make a distinction between the two. We read the scripture here in Matthew about uh, then went out unto him, unto John the Baptist, Jerusalem, and all Judea, 
and all the region around about Jordan, and they were baptized of him in the river Jordan, confessing their sins. Now, this is a picture of God's covenant people, the Jews, confessing their sins and being baptized by John. Now, this is not Christian baptism. See, Jesus had not died yet. He had not risen from the dead. They were Jews under the law. Now, in the Acts of the Apostles, we read in the 19th chapter of Acts, in the 18th verse, many also of them that had believed came, confessing and declaring their deeds. Now, these were Gentile sinners. But now, I want you to notice something. He said, many of them also which had believed. They were already saved. Now, then they're declaring uh, it doesn't say what they confessed, but if you'll read the entire chapter, you'll find that evidently that it was their, their black magic that they were practicing, you see, and their magical arts and so on. They burned these books, you see. Now, notice this. that they didn't confess those things to get saved, they already believed. They're already saved. Now, being as they are saved, praise God, they have no more need for those things. You know, uh, people, just like somebody said to me, some of the men said to me, said, you know, my wife said to me, now, why don't you quit this, and why don't you give that up? Why don't you stop doing that and get saved? Well, he said to me, primarily said, you know, she don't know it, but I've tried it. I've tried it for three months at a time of quitting this, and three months at a time giving that up, and I just can't do it. Now, you see, she really told him the wrong thing. What he needed to do is to give his life to Jesus and be born again, and then his nature has changed, and those things that he didn't want, he don't want anymore that are wrong. It's like D.L. Moody said. D.L. Moody said, you know, that a young lady said to him one day, said, Mr. Moody, I want to be saved, but said that, you know, uh, Mr. Moody preached against worldly dancing. And she said, I just love to dance and I just can't give it up. Why, he said, little lady, you just come on to the inquiry room. Now, Mr. Moody had, we called it a prayer room, but in his meeting, he called it an inquiry room. You come and inquire about being saved. People would counsel you and pray with you. You come on into the inquiry room and give your heart to the Lord Jesus Christ, said you can just dance all you want to. So she took him at his word and came on, you know, and was born again. And about five days later, he said he met her on the street. And she smiled and said, you know, said, I see what you're talking about now. Said the want to's gone. You know, when you get born again, the want to for a lot of things are gone. Now, sometimes the flesh wants to keep on doing some things, but you have to keep the flesh under. I tell folks all the time, I don't know about you, but I'm lying all I want to lie. Amen. Isn't that right? I'm telling all the lies I want to tell. I just don't want to. I don't know about you, but I'm cursing all I want to curse. I just don't want to. I don't know about you, but I'm just stealing all I want to steal. Amen, aren't you? I don't want to steal anything, do you? Amen, there's just something about, now we missed it, there's no doubt about it in some ways, but there's something about when you get born again, you just don't want to do wrong, do you? And then when you have missed it, your heart just seems like it'll break. Oh, dear Lord, I didn't want to. Amen, isn't that right? That's exactly right. There's just something about it. If you're really born again and really walking with the Lord, you, 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 well, you just can't practice sin. Now, you may fail, but I mean just make a practice of it. You just, you just can't do it. It's impossible. Well, you see, this man, you see, he had tried that on his own. 
because his wife could see these different things that he's doing that's all wrong, you know. But I tried it and I can't do it. What he needed to do is give his life to Jesus, confess the lordship of Jesus and let Jesus begin to dominate his life and that'll make life different. Praise God. Now here, let's look at this text. We think we know it a lot of times because we just, you know, blab it off and memorize it, quote it real easily, you know. But just look in detail here at Romans 10, 9 and 10. Just look at it in detail. You're listening to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more resources, including the message you've just heard. Visit us today at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. We have a wonderful offer this month. I love this. Um, it was four CDs by your dad, Knowing God as Your Father. father yes. You know, sometimes people, uh, because they did not have a good father figure, uh, earthly father figure, yeah. uh, they don't understand a knowing God That's as right. a father. But right. we can know him as our father. And yes. then two CDs by you, Winning the War of Words. Yes. It's important that we say the right words. Yes, it is. Yes, and then my as a slim line by me, it's called God's peace, experiencing it all the time. So important that we can walk in the peace of God. And that's for a gift of $40 or more. So I would encourage you, this is an awesome, awesome yes, offer for, for this month. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Call toll-free 1888 Faith 99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R H E M A dot O R G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Tomorrow on Rama for Today, we'll continue Kenneth e. Hagen's life-changing message. That's tomorrow on Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagen.